0: You know I wanna keep it light. If you know me, you know I like to keep it fun. But before I do that in today's episode, I gotta talk about abortion. Which is a crazy thing to say because I'm not in the market for one. I didn't just have a procedure done. What I'm trying to say is, if this uh, shit show wasn't happening right now, I personally wouldn't have a reason to be thinking about abortion. But when you try and overturn a 50-year law out of the blue, I can't not talk about it. There are so many things you can say about America, so many things, but you simply cannot call us the land of the free when you're telling people that they don't have a say in their body autonomy. That is not freedom. And I know there are people out there who are pro-life who really, truly, At their core, think an abortion is killing an innocent baby. They've either been influenced by their surroundings their whole life, or they've been fed that narrative, and no one has told them otherwise. And that's hard for someone like myself, or possibly someone like you listening. But there are people out there who are quiet, mums the word, pro-lifers, and they're not picketing and being outwardly hateful. It's just ingrained in their thinking. They think it's baby murder. And if your blood is boiling right now thinking that people like that exist, take a breath. It's frustrating. I'm frustrated too. But you, we have an opportunity here to be brave. We can hold our heads high and we can have real conversations if they are people in our everyday lives. They may never have had a friend as strong and as brave as you to tell them, hey, this is not a baby, okay? And being pro-choice is being pro-life. You're pro the woman with the body, making the decision that's going to affect her in some way forever. That's not going to make a difference in your life ever. A decision that carries a lot of gravity. I'm pro her life, just like I'd want her to be pro mine. These conversations aren't gonna work with yelling and screaming and anger. Treat someone in your life who's pro-life gently and handle them with care because... At their core, fear is probably driving this position. If they're really sticking to that stance in 2022, when there is a wealth of knowledge at their fingertips, full of truth, they're probably operating from a place of fear. And they're not going to come out of the corner so we can show them, hey, actually, we're going this way. Okay, you coming? If they're scared to come out of the corner keep being strong, keep being patient with tough conversations. I'm going to, and I'm not really looking forward to it, but that's the work, everybody. One tough conversation is worth a million quotes in our Instagram stories. And one last thing, how important is it for you to not have to ask for permission to take a shit when you really, really have to go? And then what if some gatekeeper said, no, you can't shit here. First, they'll come for our abortions. Next, you'll be crossing state lines to use a toilet in a stall-less bathroom while The Price Is Right plays on a community TV. Okay, wake up, because this is all of our problem. Time. Time four. Welcome to the Rocky Rundown, where you get to learn a little bit about my week. Party God Squad, hello. Did you have a good week? I sure hope so. My week was chill, baby. I took it easy like a Sunday morning all week long. <sighs> life finally caught up to me. It's been go, 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 so this week I made a nice large to-do list for some things I wanted to get done around the house and personally, and I spent my evenings checking it twice like my name was Chris Kringle, bitch. But you have to, right? You can be the most adventurous, wild, fast-moving car, but you're still gonna need to stop for a gas or a charge. But I have a story I can share from a couple weeks ago. I was, um, banging. Which, be careful out there, my pussy having players. We're the government and you are about to lose your rights. The Supreme Court will just nonstop playing with our uteruses. They're about to turn this prized stallion ass pussy into a leg stay in the fuck clothes. Keep your regular ass sperm away from fallopian tube lane. Oh, you can't come inside of me unless your dick shoots out debris. That's right, you better put that condom on. You are not miracle grow, and you will not fertilize these eggs. Under his eye, fuck out of here, Focus Powell. This bang hang was before the bad news broke, okay? So give me a break. There I was, nailing the dismount, and I hear... Pop, pop, pop. When did this man have time to put popcorn in the microwave? Was I so in the zone that I didn't notice that the dick done left the building? No, the popping was me. My hips were cracking like fireworks on the 4th of July. Let freedom ring, baby, because this Lady Liberty didn't give a fuck. At first I thought, come on, y'all. Y'all being my hips, of course. Please don't do me like this in mixed company. Then I remembered, I'm not unique in this. People have been dealing with this since the dawn of time. It wasn't until a ferocious 28-year-old by the name of Shakira Shakira was brave enough to admit to the world in 2005 that she also was a victim of popcorn hip. Her hips don't lie, and bitch, neither do mine. So grab a bowl and some butter, boys. It's about to be movie night. I'll be honest, I'm a little weary about having sex. Like, I feel like the only men I want inside me right now are ones who know who their representatives are. You know? Just till things calm down. (sighs) You can go down on me, though. What that mouth do? Good time to segue and shout out to my female identifying listeners. from ages 23 to 150. According to Spotify, I have female listenership in all age groups. And I love you for that. And everyone else listening, this is not your cue to turn me off. Keep listening. My hips crack when I bang. Those are wisdom bubbles exploding right inside your ears. I was hanging out with my parents and brother during Mother's Day and I was telling them how fun my birthday party was. Well, actually, I was saying to my brother, tell them you had fun. Didn't you have fun? Wasn't it such a fun party? So naturally, we started discussing parties, and my dad starts talking about how he and my mom used to throw the wildest and the craziest parties ever. Oh, Rocky, we filled the place. People were partying in every room. Shit was bad. Bad meaning good, please keep up. My mom in her corner of the ring disagrees. She claims how it would go down is, she'd be chilling or sleeping and then he would come home with a bunch of strangers, saying their spot was the after hours spot, leave the strangers to party in their home and then go back out, leaving my mother to host a party she did not agree to. She said and I quote, I'd have motherfuckers in every room, drunk till 6 p.m. the next day, Howard. This is when I said to myself, I should be recording this conversation. I got the tail end, and the crash at the end is just my mom throwing a fork in the sink, signifying that the conversation was over. And you go back out. That's not a party. I will never remember leaving a Well, I, I... That's how high I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't glamorize that shit. Don't glamorize that shit, she says in her closing argument. 6 p.m. The 80s really hit different. Are we all doing our due diligence as tried and true members of the Party God squad to get listeners in Rocket City, Alabama? Share the show with a loved one, baby. They might know someone there. Speaking of sharing, please check out the hilarious mockumentary web series, One Horse Town, written, starring, and produced by Friends of the Pod, Lauren Brickman and Caitlin Bitsagai, hosts of the podcast, We Stand Together. The episodes are about four minutes long, and they're absolutely hilarious. That brings us to Rocky's Highest Thoughts, my most stoned thoughts of the week. Number one, and this one is just for us. At 8.30 in the morning, after I did the old roll over, hit the joint, roll back over and go to sleep, I wrote this on a post-it. You didn't come here to hear me talk about my nails, did you? Number two, I know you want it. I know you want it. That's the little song I sing in my head when I'm thinking about men who can get reversible vasectomies for $25 with insurance. Now that's a bargain. Number three, how many things have you remembered for the first time but you're actually just forgetting that you've already remembered this and it's your first time remembering it for the second time? Number four, you can't make change without a little cash. And number five, life feels a lot like a Jordan Peele movie right now. Both hilarious and terrifying all at the same time. My guest this week is comedian Kara Connors. Kara's wild word was scooter, but you better stay here because the story is outrageous, wild, and hilarious. Plus, Kara was a joy to talk to. If you haven't done so already, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Wild Nights with Rocky. On Twitter, at Wild Nights Pod. If you want to watch extended interviews with all of my guests, please subscribe to me on YouTube. If you'd like to support the show with your wallet, you can do just that by subscribing to my Patreon for 2 or $5 a month, so I can bring you bigger and better content. A big thank you to anyone who's written a review on Apple Podcasts, and a big thank you to anyone who's going to write one after this episode is over. It really does make a difference. And now... Please enjoy my Wild Nights conversation with Kara Connors. Kara, welcome. Thank you for doing the podcast. Thanks for having me. (laughs) I'm excited to have you. And you know what? This might be kind of a busy time for you. I know you just came off tour, but it's also either we either just finished your birthday or your birthday is creeping up.
1: That's right. Birthday just happened. When? Uh, April 23rd. I'm the
0: 29th.
1: Whoa, Taurus. Taurus.
0: Okay. Did you do anything fun?
1: Yeah, that was my last show. I had my show at Dynasty Typewriter. I just casually planned it on the same day.
0: Yeah, just casual. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, happened yeah. to fall on the same day.
1: Just so I could guilt my friends into coming. It was like a promotional tactic. Did a lot of them come? Yeah. Good. good. <laughs> Where was that show at? Um, It was at Dynasty Typewriter in LA.
0: Okay. So that kind of yeah. like closed off the end of the tour.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Brought you
0: home. That's awesome. Big rager yeah. afterwards.
1: Yeah, totally. And we shut, shut the bar down because they kicked us out and told us that they were closing. <laughs> they,
0: they were. Uh, they told you, uh, hey, guys, it's time for you to scoot
1: get the hell out of the box. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So
0: Kara's wild word was scooter. So I stretched it there, but (laughs) Kara, I know I'm dying to hear your wild night story. The party Mm. got squad is dying to hear your wild night story. Give us your wild night story scooter.
1: (sighs) Okay. That was honestly pretty slick. I wasn't even ready for that segue. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going (laughs) to, I'm already like getting embarrassed talking about this. Okay. So you're I'm in take a safe
0: space, don't you worry.
1: Thank you. I'm gonna take you back to a uh notoriously sort of bumpy time and I think many people's lives, but it was the first year that I moved to LA. Okay. And basically what happened kind of leading up to the wild night was two days before and i don't really talk about this because it's so embarrassing and there's so much judgment that comes with it but it honestly wasn't my fault okay but i got in a bird scooter accident i got Mm -hmm. like clipped by a a little Tesla trying to turn. And at that time when I was living in LA, I didn't have a car. So I was walking everywhere and I was taking those little annoying bird scooters that everyone hates and they're super dangerous. I got in this really kind of bad accident and I yeah. basically almost broke both of my arms. Like I couldn't use both of my arms for like several months after that.
0: But they weren't not, officially broken. But they, they were, were not officially
1: of broken. Yeah, like I like landed on my arms like that and then told, you know, people watching, I was like, please do not call an ambulance. I don't have health insurance. I went to an urgent care. The doctor was like, yeah they're not broken they're just badly sprained and like it's just gonna hurt for a long time and he basically was like just take 12 Advil a day for like six months I was like yeah that sounds normal yeah. so <laughs> I was just looking really rough this was leading up so this was two days before again should have been in like two kind of like full casts but I basically had ace wrap bandages like wrapped around my elbows and wrists but they were from like eighth grade basketball like oh I know the
0: ones the really ones nasty. with the little um silver things that keep yes. them but let yes. me ask you this I just- just want to take it back for a second so you got clipped by a yeah. tesla daytime right. nighttime, daytime middle daytime. of the day
1: did the they drove driver- away oh no. they drove away yeah yeah oh, okay. completely yeah okay. like they were making a left turn and i was going straight and mm-hmm. then they just kind of like sped up clipped the side really close to me like trying to scoop by like clip the side of the bike and then I like go over the handlebars.
0: My basically. God. Oh my God. Um, they daylight like, to drive away. Can you imagine? Oh yeah.
1: I mean, but it's a Tesla and anybody that drives a Tesla, sorry. Like they're always the ones that I'm like, stop at the stop sign. Like somebody is crossing. Through. Okay. Yeah, wow. like, so it was pretty brutal. And I was obviously feeling like pretty bad. I was in a lot of pain mm-hmm. and I just like had no money and was literally, yeah, I was using like old, I had saved weird braces and things from mm-hmm. when I was in a high school athlete and like had like an ankle brace that I was wearing like on my wrist. Like I just looked really <laughs> nasty. Yeah. 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 And then- <laughs> And was just going around like couldn't do anything was fully like Uncle Jesse in the like full house episode where he got in the motorcycle accident like yeah couldn't use my arm my roommate was helping with everything where it brings me up to the wild night is that two days after this, my first college roommate was in town from New York Mm -hmm. visiting LA and was with a bunch of people and she was like hey we're going to this hotel rooftop pool thing yeah and a bunch of us we're gonna be hanging out and i was like i just got in this accident like i don't know if i can go anywhere and i was like i have no money like it was like 40 bucks or something like it wasn't a lot but she was like just come i'll pay for you just come all right i'm gonna have a good day like this has been really terrible and i show up to this like hotel pool in my weird ace bandage Your wraps.
0: TVS <laughs> wraps. <laughs> and
1: like an old ass bathing suit that I like borrowed from my roommate and like yeah. a huge sombrero because I'm really pale. So I had like this big sun hat on. Yeah. And I showed up and then everybody saw me and they were like, what the fuck just happened? And so then people started buying me drinks, you Aww, know, and yeah. like they were being nice. And then my friend, her cousin, she's like this big Irish family. They were all in the pool and then they were like, I couldn't really do anything. They started just kind of like carrying me around in the pool. Like Mm -hmm. they were kind of mosh pitting me around. And so... It was very fun. Like, it was a very like, wet ass ace bandages <laughs> dripping out of the pool. Just so <laughs> nasty. So nasty. But like, everyone was just like feeding me drinks, carrying me around, like treating me like I was a king when really yeah. I had just been such a loser. And so somehow that attracted the attention of some of the ladies that were like not part of our group. Okay. That were hanging out at the pool. Again, I'm not judging anybody, but I'm like, why would you? talk to me like I literally looked so bad and just so yeah
0: that's what's in movies right this ridiculous character I'm just yeah. picturing like a Zach Gallagher as yeah. character where you're yes. like oh my god that's the person that we yeah. want to be around so of course yeah. people want to be around you that's
1: crazy I just had these like big buff you know like 21 year old Irish dudes just mm-hmm. kind of palming me and I'm like not a girly girl at all but I was right. like oh yeah dude like it was just so were. funny yeah <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, I think, you know, we were just like a big loud group. So this like kind of group of ladies standing off to the side, they... Kind of tried to talk to me as one of my little like college guys was like carrying me to the edge, Uh and I was just kind of out of it a little bit, like enjoying being with my friends, like in the sun, not really paying much attention to it. Completely missed the cues probably for the first like hour or two that any of them were like trying to flirt with me at Mm -hmm, all. Like mm -hmm. I just was not even thinking of that. And to be fair, I like typically don't ever think that that's what is happening. Right. So so you weren't going into that world anyway. No. No. Okay. No. They were trying to talk. To me, and I'm like, I can't really talk, I just got in a scooter accident, like, just so weird. Why am I telling everyone? Like, I literally sound just like a crazy person off the street. No, I just got hit by a car. Like, (laughs) why are you here? Clearly, I should have been in a hospital. Go home,
0: Kara. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) There's no reason that I should have been anywhere except a hospital. Like, if I had health insurance or, like, a family that, like, cared about me, like, I would (laughs) have been in a hospital. (laughs) Like, there was absolutely no, so, but we were doing the best that we could.
0: You. I was just going to say, you got to do what you can with what you, got. And you did. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm.
1: it. You know, my friends, they all chipped in. Everyone's like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. But so, yeah, we're we're chilling. And then eventually, I don't know, I was like laying somewhere in the pool floating. The bartender comes over and brings me a drink on the tray. And I was like, oh, okay." And they were like, yeah, that's from that person right over there. And it was one of the like women that I had that I kind of brushed off like earlier, a few hours earlier. And I was like, That got my attention. Obviously, I was like, oh, thank you. And kind of, you know, because if it was like a guy that bought me a drink, I would have just been like, okay, like, don't follow me home. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I was like, I have to acknowledge this. And like, so I was like, thank you. And then they like... i'm just laughing because it's so dark then they just like kind of swam over to me i'm not exaggerating i think someone was literally holding me at all times Oh, like, i believe i it. couldn't swim like yeah if yeah, yeah. would have drawn me i would have actually drowned so, And you were
0: dense probably at yeah. that point on account of the I, almost broken arms
1: <laughs> and in so much pain and like yeah. yeah so i think my college roommate for the first conversation must have been physically holding me while this mm-hmm. like first encounter happened but yeah the person like came over and like started like flirting with me, talking to me, all this stuff. I start telling them about the accident again, like a full crazy, like if you meet someone and the First thing they say to you is like yeah i just got hit
0: by a car like <laughs> wouldn't you run away it kept would going it, it clipped me and kept going yeah classic tesla tesla, tesla. yeah
1: <laughs> went to the urgent care they said they're not broken i said well i can't use them so you tell me it was so... i got
0: these ace bandages at home <laughs> they should be fine <laughs> i don't know if
1: it was reverse and someone started talking to me like that i would have like grabbed my bag and like yeah. my brain would have thought like I mean we we're in the pool but like I would have been like oh they're trying to distract me because their friend is over there like stealing my stuff. Like yeah, that 100%. is the energy I was mm-hmm. giving off. Like 100%. it was not okay, you know. <laughs> and so, but they didn't seem to mind, like, right, right, for right. whatever reason. Okay, you know, I'm getting like more and more loose because I'm having mm-hmm. some drinks. It's probably like working a little bit as like a probably like some pain relief, honestly. Of course. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't normally like drink a lot. And I was just like having some drinks. I'm in the sun, I'm talking. And I'm like, so then I think I start kind of forgetting Mm -hmm. like (laughs) like the state that I'm in I'm like feeling good and I'm like wow like okay like no pain I must look pretty good this hot girl is talking to me (laughs) she's buying me drinks like maybe I don't look as bad as I thought like I start convincing myself it's not that dire but like it's the same the same situation yeah it's like drunk goggles and yeah so eventually my friends are leaving And they're like, okay, so you have to get out. Obviously it's like when you're a kid and your parents are getting out of the pool, like yeah, you have to get get out out because you can't even be in the pool on your own. I'm talking to the girl. And then, um, yeah, basically it was, I was like, yeah. So do you want to come back to my place? She's like, yeah, for sure. So I mean, I'm skipping over. I'm sure that there was hours of charming conversation. I don't think that there was that much, but yeah, I was just like yeah, do you want to come back to my place? Sure. <laughs> so we get into an Uber, and I don't remember much of that. But we right. get into an Uber, and we pull up to my place. So she now she puts you on her back, carries <laughs> you into your house. I know. Well, <laughs> thankfully I can walk. But yeah, like so we're going back into my place. That's when well I'm leaving out an important detail, which is that the accident happened like two or three days before. I was going to be moving out of the apartment. Excellent timing. So it was like, yeah, like right at the end of my first year. So I had had the apartment with I had like been living with my friend, like had a roommate and she had already moved out. Like she moved in with her boyfriend. So it was just me in the apartment Mm -hmm. and 90% of the stuff was already gone because we were trying to like sell it and get rid of it. But as we like opened the front door to the apartment that's when I remember kind of like all that stuff came back to me and like okay moving is fine but like all that was in the apartment when you walked in was my mattress was on the floor in the living room, because my roommate moved it there for me because she, I got in this accident and then she was leaving. So like, I couldn't even like get up into a bed. So literally I was like using the living room as like a hospital bed. Yeah, And so I opened this door with this person I'm about to hook up with. And I'm like, Oh my God. And I remembered at that moment that it's going to look, insane. Yeah, yeah, Like literally it's just a big mattress on the floor. And then like all this shit scattered around because I'm moving. And then all my weird, like Costco size, like bottle of like Advil and like all (laughs) this. Up. And like obviously, like she could leave at any point. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just like, how many red flags? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Like the, I the Nations red
1: of red flags that day. Yeah. <laughs> I like I, I don't even know why someone would talk to me. So right. we get into my apartment. I don't, and this is the other part. Maybe it was lost in the memory. I don't remember there being like a huge reaction to how terrifying the apartment looked. Right. Right. So I feel like I just went with it, but like, I'm sure they were, I mean, they've probably done a podcast episode about like, yeah, I like went to this like <laughs> psychos house. <But laughs> um, did, did they know you were moving? I mean, I told them when we got yeah. okay, there, gotcha, no, gotcha. I didn't tell them that before. Cause it's gotcha. just like, yeah. Already like so much detail. Like right, that I'm right, going right,
0: to be right. like, Oh, and I'm moving in two days.
1: And like <laughs> If you're free to help. (laughs) I know. Yeah, we got back. We somehow, like, managed to hook up, but then, like, by that point, it was, like, the alcohol kind of anesthetic was sort of, like, wearing off, and I'm, like, oh, yeah, I can't put any weight on my arms. You also can't touch my arms or, like, really, like, (laughs) be close to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. Are you ready to, like, hook up? Right, right, right. We can make out, and then you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, like, lay flat, basically. (laughs) But, yeah, they were, like, very sweet about it, and we kind of had a semi-mini, like, sloppy um, hook up. They ended up like staying the night. Cause I think it was kind of late. And then the next morning woke up again, this was a wilder, you know, little period in my life. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning I woke up and I was like, Oh shit. Like I have to go get this U-Haul, <laughs> but I don't know how I'm going to drive it. Cause right. I can't use yeah. my arms. So like a true angel, this random woman who owed me nothing. And I'm sure was terrified on multiple levels. Right went with me to the U-Haul moving center the next morning and helped me get the van from the U-Haul center to the apartment and then said goodbye. Yeah. And then that was it. But like,
0: can you imagine? I can't, I can't. First of all, that was wild. Yes. And what a day. Oh my God. That was amazing, Kara. Thank you. I have to say like, it just goes to show when you're a little bit down to clown and just mm-hmm. say I'm giving over yeah my arms are not working but I'm gonna mm-hmm. put this Saburo on and have a good time right you right. you never know where the day's gonna go you don't um, yeah but I have a few questions so first <laughs> oh, and foremost God. I want to ask I want to ask what were you doing for work at the time
1: I was living off of like savings like auditioning okay. for like commercials so you didn't really like need your babysitting. arms babysitting okay yeah I mean you kind of need your arms for everything yes. I was like hey,
0: I was, I'm trying to see the bright side here. <laughs> I can't really
1: think of a job. Yeah, I was doing, I can't remember if it was I was like, like odd babies. jobs. Yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. In between auditions and stuff. But I mean, I just like quit whatever those things were for the time being. Yeah.
0: And I also want to say the reason I know you're like, presenting red flag after red flag to this person whatever and Mm -hmm. we're laughing about it now but you have to also understand and I'm gonna say this to you Taurus to Taurus, it's Mm -hmm. an energy thing too Mm -hmm. so even I think just being your authentic self and sharing your truth hey I'm out at a bar (laughs) I got hit by a Tesla on a scooter I'm in these ace bandages but it's not as bad as it looks like because they're not broken like just being your authentic self is more endearing than pretending you didn't get hit by a car and trying to be right. And that's the energy they were probably attracted to.
1: Right, yeah. There was no trying to be cool. Like you can't yeah. try to be cool in that situation. You were yeah. being
0: authentic, and so right, I think yes. it was less red flaggy. Even though when <laughs> when we're doing the retell of it, it, it's a bit like, okay, would yeah. I do? Would I go back with this person? Probably right. not. But maybe if the energy is right. So it was probably a good energy thing. Right. But, yes. Thank um, you. That's very kind. <laughs> how, how did you deal with the U-Haul afterwards? So they left, but mm-hmm. did someone else drive it for you? Yeah. yeah.
1: Then my friends, like I. I had kind of rallied a bunch of my friends to come okay. and help. Yeah, cuz I good. I couldn't even
0: put deodorant on. Like, yeah, it was yeah, yeah, a good situation. It was bad. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't imagine. It. That's awful. I'm yeah. just so glad that your arms weren't broken cuz could you imagine yeah. the hell But uh
1: no, they all came and helped me okay. and like I remember like we were kind of late getting the u hauls and like they were all waiting for me like on the front lawn as I like pulled up in the U-Haul with this woman and they were <laughs> like, "Who the fuck is that?" Yeah
0: she's like, Hey, yeah. she's wearing your, your varsity jacket. From high school.
1: <laughs> I know they were like, okay. They're all like, hello. Like I like individually introduce her to all of my friends and then she immediately leaves. I'm like, why did I introduce? Why am I
0: so That was awkward? it, right? Never, never yeah. saw her again.
1: No, no. I saw her
0: again, weirdly okay.
1: enough. Yeah. <laughs> but just like, yeah, on a not like
0: on that. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. 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 Yeah. Um, All right, cool. Well, that is, uh, that's crazy. And I bet, did you have any more nights where you were like, after that night, did you say to yourself, okay, I'm just going to lay low for a bit, get settled in my place. I'm right. not going out with the ACE bandages and kind of let yourself heal. Or were you still yeah. in the town? No, I wish that I had
1: done that, but yeah, no, I was absolutely still hitting the town. I Amazing. was like, I mean, I guess this is not really an issue. I guess people don't care.
0: Well, you're an out and about person. So you're right. just, yeah, because you just came off tour too. And I want right. to ask you, was this the first tour that you've ever done?
1: Yeah, this is the first one. Do
0: you have yeah. a city that you were surprised
1: by that you really mm. liked? I really liked almost every city that I went to. I don't know if I was surprised, but but I really did love Austin a lot. Like, I mean, everyone told me I was going to love it. Uh So it wasn't really like surprising, but I guess I was a little hesitant because I was scared to go to the South, but Mm -hmm. Austin was so fun. Yeah. And there's just like music everywhere. I got to ride a bull.
0: Oh, a real bull or mechanical? (laughs)
1: yeah a real one i i joined the rodeo no, <laughs> no
0: you I'm should okay. not be on bulls kara <laughs> i know i know <laughs> not I know. with no, those that
1: arms was, that was four years ago that was four years ago <laughs> austin yeah austin i think because austin everybody's out you walk down the street it's just like live music in every single bar there's like food trucks every like five feet everyone was just kind of out to have a good time so i okay, think that good. was one of my favorites yeah
0: and had that been your first time there
1: yeah. That was my, my first time there.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I feel and like for, a lot yeah. of comedians are going down there. Yeah. A lot of comedians are,
1: I mean, Joe Rogan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Yeah. A lot of the people, you know, similar vibe to me, me and Joe Rogan. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> I got that. I picked up on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I actually went down there to just see if we could, you know, just kind of strike up a friendship. Um, yeah. Seems like we have a lot in common. It was his yeah. bull that you rode. Exactly. Yeah, it was a <laughs> private party. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, there's a ton of comedy in Austin, though. Which yeah, is really
0: cool. awesome. And also, so you, you get around, you studied in Second City in Toronto. Mm-hmm. What made mm-hmm. you go to Toronto over Chicago? Well, I grew up in Chicago, so okay.
1: I- was you know had already like kind of experienced that yeah i mean i think canada just it it is kind of this sort of safe oasis and like sort of idealized place like especially like living in the states now and like everything that's happening so I yeah think that, very
0: scary stuff
1: yeah so i think just even like politically it was like okay like toronto just seems like this yeah this little utopia and it kind of is honestly in a lot of really ways. It's not perfect but yeah there's a lot of nice things about it but yeah mm-hmm. so there's a second city up there as well
0: and you studied there for a while Mm-hmm. Was that before yeah. or after? I'm assuming you were studying improv and LA too, because you did groundlings and all that. Right. Was it improv at Second City? It was both. Yeah. I started
1: with like stand up and then I started doing the improv and did the conservatory. And like, so then that was all like sketch stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of just did everything. That yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Got your toes and everything. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. For all that, you did all this improv training, you did all this sketch comedy training. Mm-hmm. You're obviously a great stand up. All this led you to doing Ease Dating No Filter. Mm -hmm. Was that like the most exciting thing
1: ever? Totally. I mean, that was like right when I moved to LA and like Mm -hmm. it was like one of my very first auditions and I didn't really know, you know, I obviously like every audition you pretty much just like go into, you try to do your best and then I just try to forget about it because 99% of the time you never hear anything again and you can't take it personally anyway. Of course. But yeah, that was a really exciting one because I did hear something and I was like, holy shit. So I just got really, really lucky that it just kind of clicked like right when I got there. Yeah. Yeah. That was very exciting.
0: Probably Um, super validating too. mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, totally. But I think it was kind of like that same energy where I heard about that audition like super, super last minute and like had to fly back for it and I got there and I think I was just like all right, well, it's going to be what it's going to be. I'm just going to be myself and yeah. like do my best. I think it served me because I couldn't like over prepare for it. I just was like, all right, well, let's see. Let's see what and happens. I think, yeah, I think that that's better instead of just being so intense and then you kind of like stop being yourself.
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Now you might be like, just let me breathe. I just got back. But mm. for the rest of the year, you just got off <clears throat> tour. What do you mm. have on the horizon or something that you're really looking forward to that's coming up?
1: Well, I'm going to be i mean i guess the timing of this will work out i'm I'm gonna be announcing it in the next couple of days but i'm gonna go back on tour for the summer
0: oh my um, goodness
1: because i was inspired based on how everything has been developing politically particularly right. in the southern united states yes um and so i was inspired so i was like i think i want to take my gay little hour out to the south during pride so i'm gonna go do some shows there and then I'm gonna go to Europe and do like a run of shows out there as well. That's um, exciting. So, yeah, so that's the thing I'm the most excited about. Cause I was gonna stop after this LA show and then I was like, I feel like I need to, uh, I feel like I need to go kick up a little.
0: <laughs> you do. <laughs>
1: yeah, so that's what I'm gonna do. So that's good. exciting for sure. Yeah, Good, good, so good. I'll and have we'll- like a full month at home.
0: <laughs> Perfect, to relax. And then are you gonna be doing the same tour that
1: you just did the same hour? Yeah, exactly. Because I kind of did like a lap around sort of like all the coastal cities. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm going to kind of hit a couple of kind of cities that like came up over and over as you got to come here. So good. Yeah. So that's the plan. And then Europe is just for fun, essentially. Yeah, I mean, it'll be work, me? but yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, Kara. Congratulations. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Yeah. That is so
0: cool. Well, if anybody is in the south and wants to check Kara out, or if you're in LA and you want to check Kara out, Kara, where can people follow you? Um, you can follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm the
1: most active. Kara Collins comedy, and then I I have like a Twitter and all those things, but no one really follows me, so it's good because it keeps me humble. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm mainly
0: <laughs> on Instagram That's where
1: I keep up to date. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So follow Kara on Twitter. If you see Kara, no, no. no, you need your Twitter no. phone. <laughs> okay, okay. No, follow Kara on Instagram. <laughs> um, if you see Kara scootering down the street, just please be careful.
1: Please give please me some space.
0: Give Kara <laughs> space. Kara, this was really fun. This yeah, was thank awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for sharing your wild night story. And you and I will talk soon, okay? All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Bye.